0: And great to have your company on NRL Match Day. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday afternoon. Gorgeous conditions in Sydney. Blue skies all around. And now Scotty Sattler's on the line. Um, we're going to talk about you know, most burning issues in rugby league at the moment, we're with Scott in a moment. Now, this uh, Dragons story, um, it was, I guess, broken by Danny Weidler online, reporting that uh, half a dozen or maybe more um, Dragons players may have had a party at Paul Vaughan's house uh, during lockdown. I understand uh, the Dragons have put a statement out, Cowboy Dan. You've got that statement in front of you. If you can just summarise that for us and then we'll then we'll chat to Sats. It's quite a short statement anyway, Chris. It just says, St Georgie Lawara are aware of a New South Wales state government stay-at-home uh, order and NRL biosecurity breach involving a number of players. The Dragons will not make comment at this time while the investigation into the matter with the NRL Integrity Unit and New South Wales Police continues. That's it. Alright, thanks Cowboy Dan Scott Sadler, how are you? Sats, nice to chew the fats oh, on a Sunday.
1: How are you, Chrissy? I'm good, mate. I'm very well, and they're disappointing if uh, if the facts
0: are correct. Yeah, and we don't know the the ins and outs, the details, so we'll stay away from from it. But generally speaking, and we can talk about this, um, you know, a message a message to players. I was saying before, they're very bloody lucky to still be playing the game. You've just got to pull your head in and and, and adjust a little bit.
1: Yeah, sometimes, chrisy
0: we're we're quite a docile, um, quite a docile
1: race, the the professional sporting um, world. Um, yeah, there's so much more at stake that we haven't seen in our professional game for many, many years, many decades, where we haven't been uh, confronted with um, such a sensitive matter, which is surrounding COVID, which affects more than just the player. It affects, yeah, you know, people that are in the in the working environments, you know. Cafes, small businesses, whatever it may be, are hugely affected by you know the, the actions of others. And as a sporting organisation, Peter Valenti and the ARLC and, and Project Apollo have done a great job last year of at, uh, being the real pioneers, I believe, in world sport in relation to getting sport back on live TV and and allowing people to continue earning a very healthy income as well, um, albeit uh, at a discounted rate last year. Uh, the the only other the only other action I can see outside of uh, that could happen this year outside of last year is that they just shut the competition down altogether, and that's going to hurt that's going to hurt a lot of people a lot of people that are far less fortunate than professional sportsmen and women. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, it's a case of watch this space, and uh, more detail will will come out. We don't want to be too quick to judge, but. Uh yeah, uh, you know, and I, I echo that that uh, message mas- message from you. Uh, so much to talk about. and um, I don't want to keep you too long, but the score blowouts has got to be a concern. You talk about Peter Volandis there and being a pioneer through COVID. He was also a pioneer for these rule changes. And, and to, to summarize it, it was basically to, to get rid of the wrestle and to make a more entertaining rugby league product. I question whether 66-0, 44-6, 38-0, and another blowout on Thursday um, is indeed more entertaining. Well, it's entertaining if you love watching long-range
1: tries and, and entertaining tries, absolutely. Um, I think we've we've got to try and find, you know, keep using the word balance. We've got to find the right balance. So I've, got, I've got no doubt that he will find the right balance. Uh, yeah, the real changes have made a significant uh, change in the game. I think some of those performances were not based on the real change. I think it was just based on one team's inability to be able to compete with the other side, you know, go toe-to-toe with an arm wrestle. Um, Interesting, I'm watching uh, some activity from Christian Welsh on Twitter where he's asking fans about the modern game at the moment. He's sort of saying, um, and without he's not begrudging the game, he's saying he feels as though the grind has been taken out of the game and it's hard to, to pull back momentum. Uh, well, we saw a real grind on Friday night between the Panthers and the Parramatta side. So that was a real grind and yeah, those blowout scores don 't look great, but you know christy we 've been seen we 've seen blowout scores for decades, probably not as often as what we 're seeing at the moment but we 've seen blowout scores you know as long as I can remember in the game of rugby league um you know even as far back as when tries were worth three points so um you know they have been around for a long time it 's just not it's just, just not happening just of late. It's just that we've got these all these all these extra platforms that we're watching the game, we're reading about the game, whatever it may be, that we all have an opinion of the game and, and us as media have got to probably try and get away from the negativity of surrounding those results and focus more on the game itself and how good it is and how good it can be for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I take my hat off to the dragon uh, sorry, the Bulldogs fans who they just keep turning up week after week to you know those hardcore fans to watch their team who are struggling. But you know, at this time next year we'll be talking about a different bulldog side um, with the with the signings that they've made, class signings that are coming from class sides. So yeah, you know, the, the wheel turns for a lot of teams, and it, it, unfortunately, you can stay in that cycle a lot longer than others. That comes down to your your poor recruitment and your salary cap management. But the cycle turns, and it's starting to turn for some of those clubs. So, yeah, I just asked my son only ten minutes before I came on the show, and he—I I regard him as a as a, as a hardened rugby league fan. He's grown up yeah. like me in a dressing suit and like you. And I said, "Are you getting turned off by the game?" He goes, "No, nah, I love it. I I don't care if it's sixty-six now. I, I like seeing long-range tries. But I just know there'll be a game where the, the Bulldogs will put the test to one of these other sides and turn it into an arm wrestle." So. I don't know, yeah, but unfortunately there's a lot of negativity around the
0: game at the moment. Yeah, so we can't point it all to the, the rule changes because, as you say, there were two games on Friday decided by just the one point. But the hard-cold fact stats are um, that in four games through six this weekend, the cumulative score is 194 to six. And the mm. stats don't lie as well. Um, and maybe it is, as you're pointing, maybe the good are getting better and the worse are getting worse. But I'll read this stat to you, and this stat doesn't lie, and it came to me from David Middleton and a couple of other people on Twitter, right? If you go back to 2019, before the reset restart rule, of games decided, total games decided by 19 or more, 19 points or more, 28% of matches were decided by 19 points or more. You go to now, games played this year, 45% of matches have been decided by 19 points or more. So they're the stats, and and they don't lie. What the reason is, I'm not quite sure, but I'm like you. I'm, okay, it is entertaining seeing the, all these hat-tricks and stuff, uh, but I do I do sometimes miss the grind. Just pivoting... I look
1: at that Gold Coast and Canberra game, and that wasn't, that had nothing to do with rule real changes. It had nothing to do other than one team was better than the other, and one team was really poor and are struggling internally at the moment. And that's something that they have to fix internally and um so yeah you know, mm. that game alone i I'll, I'll, I'll just use that as an example. that had nothing to do with what's going on with the the current rules that had everything to do with one team yep. that is that is imploding at the moment
0: absolutely they're gone.
1: they're gone and we've got different athletes as well we've got we've got athletes that clubs have signed based on the previous rules, and now that the rules have changed, those athletes are slowly not getting dwindled out of the game, they've just got to change their, their levels of fitness. They've got to change their you know, what sort of athlete they're gonna become if they're gonna play in the NRL. So there's so clubs that have recruited for some rules and those rules have changed. And unfortunately they've still got those players at the moment, but it takes a while to be able to change those athletes into
0: the athlete that they need to be. They're in all sorts of uh, drama. The Raiders. I- I'm putting a line through them. I had held some hope for them with Ricky, and they finished strongly last year at the back end. But there's something really wrong there. Um, just on that match. So some good news, I guess, for you. Queenslanders sats ahead of Origin three. Uh, good and bad news. Now David Fafita, he was sent to the bin, wasn't he? And uh, they still scored three tries. The Titans, while mm. down to twelve men, um, he'll need to beat a one-game ban at the judiciary if he is to take his place in Origin 3. So that's not the good news. The good news uh, for you Queenslanders, which you are, a proud Queenslander, is the return of Kaelin Ponga. Boy, he was good last night against, uh, against the, the Cowboys. And Valentine Holmes, he will escape a ban too for a, a crusher tackle on Ponga. So he'll be free to play.
1: Yeah, what I like
0: about Ponga and AJ Brimson's returns are that uh, one, both their teams won, and two, it
1: wasn't a physical battle, so their injuries, yeah, they were tested, but not um, not heavily scrutinised when it came to the amount of impact that they would have had. So, um, free they were free running games as well. The teams that, that had won, so they were able to test their injuries the knee and the groin. So, uh, I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, I feel as though the and Ponga needs to play in the centres and and New South Wales have set a bit of a blueprint of what you can do with a fullback in the centres like Tommy mm. Traboyevich, I think Queensland have the opportunity to completely mirror that with Caelan Ponger uh, he can have the same effect as what Tommy Traboyevich has on a game when he's in one of those moods and, and that therefore allows you to put AJ Brimson at fullback and, and put Valentine Holmes back onto his preferred wing position so yeah, it makes him stronger. I wouldn't be too concerned about David Fofito if he misses Origin 3. I don't think he's been great at Origin level. I don't think he's been consistent enough for the entire 80 minutes in week-to-week footy. Yes, he's been scoring some tries, but you know, defensively you need him to be focused, and he just hasn't found that part of his game yet. So I wouldn't be too concerned if Fofito was out of, of Game 3, but no doubt he's going to have to want to fight that to be part of a... You know, what, what they hope
0: that Queensland can can save some face in game three. Mm.
1: That's
0: interesting. You would put AJ Brimpson ahead of uh, Kaelin Ponga back there at, at fullback, but you know, I, I, you know, I like the way you're thinking. Um, then they'd need another uh, number 14, wouldn't they, to come onto the bench, Queensland. Uh, New South Wales and uh, Brandy has confirmed that Jerome Lui won't take his part, his place in Origin 3. And he's all but confirmed that Jack Whiten will wear the 6. I say all but confirmed because I think you just want to cool your heels a bit there. I want to see how Reynolds and Cody Walker perform today against West Tigers. What would your thoughts uh, be on uh, New South Wales f- fielding the bunny 6 and 7?
1: Yeah, I think
0: uh, Freddie won't
1: upset the apple cart too much. I think you want to keep that core group together that has done a, an amazing job uh, over the last not not the last two games, but through the last four series. Yeah, he's been building up to this, Freddie, and he's in timing. It's about all about timing. Timing is everything at Origin. Queensland found it when they had a group of players that came through that are all yeah you know, they're all about three years apart in age, and they all played a lot of rugby league together as well. Um, yeah, you know, your Thigh Days, your Tates, and your Hodges and and Corey Parkers has all played a lot of rep footy together through the 19s and 20s, and then you had Slater Cronk and and um, and Smith, who are all part of that 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 junior Storm pro- uh, process that they came through and all hit Origin together as well. So. Uh, and then they had the mature players like Webkey and sevencever and and Lockyer to guide them. This is what New South Wales are doing at the moment. Freddie's done a great job. I don't think he'll upset the apple card. I think you'll leave White at six and uh which he just knows the process. he knows the combinations, he knows the calls, he just knows what the camp is all about. He knows what they need to do, yeah. and I think he'll just pick another seven I, and i I think it'll come back to relationships again, going the camp. you want to be able to break down those. Those communications as quick as possible, and he has that with Mitchell Moses through Lebanon coaching. Uh, he likes the way that he plays. He's a good goal kicker, other than missing that kick the other day to win the game. Good general play kicker as well. And he's a running halfback like Nathan Cleary, so I, I, I think the most like for like is is probably Mitchell Moses, um, and uh, when you compare him to Adam Reynolds, so. I think it'll, it'll come more down to the the relationship that he's got with Mitchell and how he can get his message quick enough through to
0: Mitchell over a, a
1: very short period leading into Origin.
0: All right, mate. I appreciate your thoughts. Um, what's on for Sunday? You are doing any cooking? What are you doing? You fancy yourself in the kitchen? <sighs> no. Nah. Yeah, I love my I love my I love my cooking.
1: Um, mm-hmm. My wife's a very very big sweets cooker. Like she, she's cooking a lot of flourless chocolate cakes of late. Mm. You know, which actually doesn't have any chocolate in it. Funnily enough, the chocolate oh, is avocado. Like a hamburger without yeah, ham. And, Exactly. So no, I'm calling this
0: afternoon's game. The bunnies up against Tigers. Of course. Of course. All right, mate. I appreciate that. Sats. Always good to chat, and thanks for giving us your time. See you, Chrissy. There he is, Scotty Sattler, um, a smart, smart man too. Uh, stick around now. I'm going to have Morgan Harper, the Manly Centre, coming up just after the next break. Uh, if you want some questions asked, Manly supporters 0457 736 736. Last chance for you uh, to put some questions on the board. I'll chat to Morgan Harper next.